conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to another Watchdog Morning Show week. We're starting off here at 710 in the morning. Glad you're along with us. Bob Slaughter behind the board. I'm Howard Monroe. I always trust you know who you are. You can be part of our program if you'd like to. 304-214-1600 is the Watchdog Radio Network text line, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Uh, or you can call us, 304-232-8255. Uh, 59 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 58 at the Highlands, 60 in Elm Grove, and 60 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Starting off with a bit of drizzle and a little fog this morning. That will eventually burn off, but still going to be mostly cloudy today. Daytime high around 67, and while last week I told you almost every day was going to be sunny, Almost every day this week is going to be rainy, at least a chance of showers most of the week. We'll talk about full forecast with Adam Fight coming up a little bit later on this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome to our first day of fall, the brand new season, fall season. I'm, I'm finally beginning to feel fall, Bob. I'm finally beginning, you know, I, I, as you pointed out, I try to hold on to summer, but I think after the clock ticked at 2.50 in the morning on Saturday, I felt like, okay, I guess i got to live with fall. Pretty ugly morning out there this morning. Uh, I called it mist. You called it drizzle. You were driving, so I'll defer to you. But it's just a yucky morning, and, uh, yeah, looks like summer's gone. Now, we'll hit, we'll hit some more nice weather. We might even hit nice weather in, what, December, January, Howard? We, well, might, we might have a, a week of 70-degree <laughs> weather, but uh, looks like summer's gone. Yeah, I'm afraid so, and... You know, I think I think part of I po- posted this on Facebook over the weekend. I think part of my wanting to hold on to summer is the seasons as a metaphor of life. Yeah, fall everybody's dying, Howard. Fall it moves into winter, and you know, and then it's over. I mean, it's over. So I, I think that there's there is some of that there. Seven twelve in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, I was out this weekend at the Capitol Theater. I want to talk about that in a minute or two. I have a rant, but I also had a great time with a Beatles tribute at the Capitol. Meanwhile, the Wheeling Symphony opens their season this week. Music conductor John Devlin coming in with us to talk about that. Federal shutdown looming in the nation's capital and border-to-border, coast-to-coast. Former Congressman Bob Ney will discuss how likely it can be avoided and what happens if the shutdown does occur. He's coming in later on this morning. Ogilvy says their deer population is out of hand but some think their plans to call the herd are a little bit too cruel. Plus, we'll talk about the winter freeze shelter, the governor's financial disclosure forms, Forbes' richest people in the country, and, of course, as always, our important information, Slider on Sports, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, Adam Weather, Taylor Long, and the WTRF-TV7 Ohio Valley Newsroom. All of that coming up for you here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob, the hardest part say this having just come off a trip hardest part of a big trip like we took to 66 or anywhere else is travel day worst part of any trip the airport 
Airports are big and crowded and somewhat disorganized. And, of course, you have that infamous TSA. you got to go through the long line. you got to get yourself wanded. you got to walk through the magnometer. you got to take everything out of your pocket and everything out of your purse and give them your bag. And they took my cane. And, you know, I mean, just it's, it's just it, the airport is miserable. There's not a single sense of excitement. It's all dread and gloom. That's the way I think everybody feels. I Well, it's a little bit exciting. A little bit exciting. Uh, now, every time I go through, and I have to assume it is my pacemaker, although every time I tell them it's not my pacemaker, they go, no, there's something else. Uh, I go through the magnometer, and they and say, no, come over here, sir. We have to wand you now. Do you have metal of some kind up here in your left, left uh, upper left shoulder or in your... Well, I have a pacemaker. No, that's not it. I think that's what it is. But they wand me, and then they got to pat me down, and that's okay. That's okay. One time, though, and I'm not sure about this, Bob. Tell me what you think. I go through the magnometer, and I get waved over. Okay, and I'm expecting the something up in your left shoulder. And I even said, I said, oh, it's probably my pacemaker again. And he goes, no, sir, it's in your groin. Excuse me? Do you have any metal in your groin? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Once upon a time, I might have said it's like a thing of steel, but no, no, I got no metal in my groin. So this guy says, well, I've got to pat you down. Now, when they were patting me down up around my shoulder, he says, i got to pat you down in my groin. And he's explaining is, you know, I will use the front of my hands and I'll rub them on the back of my hands gently down your groin. And would you like to go into a private room? I thought, what the hell am I? Is this like a beep show? What is what is this? No, do it right here, right here, right in front of everybody. And he does. He just he he, he doesn't fondle. No, he just just touches my groinal area. Turn around, touches the mic. The back cheeks. All right, I guess you're okay. What what what, what did he think was down there? Man, I, I don't know. I don't know what he thought was there. Maybe uh, maybe that is a place where uh, people do conceal a, a weapon oh, or two. I, I can understand that 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 is a concealing place. I can get that. What have I got down there? Well, I'm not comparing you to the the two nice ladies in Chicago that uh, <laughs> that concealed their gun in the. <laughs> regions that we don't want to go to but i i, Howard, I don't know uh, I, I think i would have questioned it i said you can't do that with one of those wands show me again as you wave the wand around my private region that this thing is telling you that i have something down there please do that one more time for me yeah, i just don't i just don't understand it but anyways it was okay so over done with no big deal moved on you expect it at the airport which is the point yeah, I want to get to. Yeah, I, I guess so, yes. You expect it at the airport, like it or not, for better or real. And I even understand it. I think they go overboard sometimes, but I even understand it. We all remember planes that flew into a building. So I understand it. I understand it. Went to the Capitol Theater on Saturday night to go enjoy myself, reminiscing the days of my youth with 1964, a Beatles tribute. I want to hold your hand. You know, great music, fun time. And uh, got there early, and I noticed that there was still was even though we were early, there was a long line waiting. Oh, maybe the door hadn't opened. No, the door had opened. I looked, well, you, and I looked. You're talking about getting in the first door. I'm I'm on the sidewalk. Yeah, I'm looking. I said, "There's something. It's got a line going here. What is it?" And I looked through, 
and they got a security line. I don't know how long they've done this, whether it's new or they got a security line. They got two security guards waving wands on people. So I get up there and, you know, take everything out of your pocket, sir. Put them on the table. Do you have any uh, concealed weapons? No. Then you got to do the old put your hands over your head like a, you know, criminal kind of guy. Uh, and then they, and they wand you. I was, I was bothered by that. Having to go into the Capitol Theater just to go see a show and enjoy myself. And then one of them was a little bit snotty with me. She does wands me. She says, I thought I told you to get everything out of your pocket. Everything is out of my pocket, ma'am. You didn't say, look, I come here to see the Beatles and you've already pissed me off with the wand. Now you're talking to me like that? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you didn't say that to her, Howard? No, but she gathered it by my tone. I was very irritated. I was extremely irritated. My wife and our friends, the Wellings, kept telling me, shut up, shut up. Keep shut moving up, on, Howard. Move up. on, Howard. Because from that moment forward until the curtain rose, I was loudly going, I can't believe I've had to go through this in the Capitol Theater. They look at you, Howard, and say, man, have you been hanging around Slider too long? Jesus, you're bitching, moaning about everything, Howard. Don't take this the wrong way, pal, but that's exactly the way I felt. I exactly felt like I'm, I'm acting like Bob. It just, I don't know why it bugged me so much. And, and I, you know, I mean, I understand that every place is the potential sign of, scene of, I don't know what, violence, vandalism, terrorism, whatever word you want to use. But it just, it really bothered me. And if any of you, if this has been normal, routine, would you text me on the Frio Stack Oxford Service text line at 304-214-1600 and tell me if this is what they have been doing or has this just started? Um, I will adjust. I will stop being angry about it at some point. But I was really pissed on Saturday night. It's the same thing as going to uh, on a trip. You want to go. You want to get on the trip. You want to see the eat the good food and have the good uh, venues that you go to and see the attractions. But first, you got to go through the airport. So you you think this might be like new policy, Howard? You know, you have the Nailers getting ready to open up. Are, are they going to do that to every single hockey well, fan I think that going is, into that, West Bank? That is my question. Um, and I suppose what I'll have to do, because I can't do that, is I will have to call somebody and check on that. Check with Frank O'Brien or somebody and, and see what the story is there. Uh, but, yes, that's kind of what I'm assuming. I can't. Unless, unless they had, you know, a high threat level, which I can't imagine. Uh, why, why, you know, I, I so my question to, the, to you as a listener, 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600 uh, on the text line, or call 304-232-8255. Has this kind of security been the norm in recent weeks or months, or is this brand new? And will this be ongoing? I assume the answer is yes. But will it also be true, as Bob points out, at, uh, at West Banco Arena? Uh, I, now, I'll be honest, I haven't been to either place for a while. Maybe it is normal. Maybe I'm just, maybe I was just grumpy. I, I mean, that's, in, that's entirely possible. But, man, did it, it just, and again, I, I was as loud as I could be for 10 or 15 more minutes. You know, I, we got down into our seats, and I'm still ranting and People were looking at me. I can't believe they had to go through that. They had to take things out of my pocket. And 
the women had to put their purse on the table and open their purse, and you know, people had to look into that and so on. It just, it bugged me. I was not happy about it. Now, having said that, had a great time with the Beatles. 1964, the Beatles tribute. I posted a picture, I posted a lot of pictures online. The one you all want to go see is watch, watching my wife dancing. She, she was grooving and rocking the whole time. And I was too. I just didn't take pictures of myself. All right. But uh, I, the, so I, every time I've ever been to a Beatles tribute show, I just, I get into it. I, I guess it's the days of my youth to get come back. Well, that's what it's all about, Howard. Now, did the lads uh, age as the show went on or did you get the early Beatles? No, they were, they, they did music from a large frame of their catalog but they didn't they did not age i have been to yoko didn't show up no yoko didn't, didn't show up i just thought about that i have been to some beatles tributes where they actually do that where they portray beatles at different stages no they just you know and these guys are pretty good i give them a good strong b plus and i've been to a lot of beatles tribute groups here's what i think is interesting though every time i've been to a beatles tribute group it's jam packed it's packed. It's like it's it's guaranteed money. The theater was half full. Well, they were offended by the security, Howard. Well, That's that why. That could have been it. That could have been it. Now, I got thinking about this. You know, let's be honest about it. What was the name of the tribute? 1964. 60 years ago. I mean, I may have been among the youngest people in that place. So you think that might have been a marketing mm -hmm. snafu? Maybe they should have left 64 out of it, Howard? No, I think that what's happening is that 10, 15 years ago, when I was going to a lot of these Beatle tributes, it was, it was right in the bailiwick of a aging but still active populace, and there was a lot of people who wanted to come see and relive their youth. I'm wondering if that time period has passed. Now, were there a couple of young folks there? Absolutely. Uh, but were most people, did I look out in front of me and see a sea of white hair? I did. Um, and, and again, the, the, you could tell the, the band was trying to get everybody to get up and dance and sing and clap. And it was like pulling teeth. Eventually they did. Eventually they did. But, you know, the point I think I'm making is that what once was a guaranteed full house kind of thing. Bring in a Beatles group, bring in a 60s group, and you're going to fill the house. I, I'm wondering if it's simply aging out of that now, if those of us uh, of that era are aging out of going to all these things. And yeah, I'm going to say this politely. And some of us are dying. So I, I, was, I, was, I was saddened by how small a house there was. And wasn't it this time last year, Howard, they came out with that uh, kind of lost footage of the documentary the, la the last time they all yeah, get together yeah. on top? So it was kind of building up. I see where you're going with this. Saturday night, you think, okay, that's a night to get out. Uh, that wouldn't be a problem. Now, could downtown Wheeling be a problem, Howard? Do you, or do you think, nah, that's not a factor? No, I do think that's a factor. And now that you've mentioned it, let me throw one of my other complaints in here. Get it out, Howard. Just call me Slider and let it go. <laughs> Obviously, I I can get around these days. Folks on my trip recently said, Howard, boy, you get around so much better than you did last year. But when I go to the Capitol, we usually, in this case, um, my friend Mike Welling drove. 
Last time we went, which to a symphony concert, uh, my son drove. And pull up to the Capitol, right in front of the Capitol, and let us out. And lots and lots of people do that. And afterwards, lots and lots of people have cars to pick them up, Ubers and other kinds of cars. And so here is my question. Why can't they move the damn orange cones for the event? Now, you could navigate between the cones and get up to the curb. But there was no sign. This is, you know, pull in here. The cones blocked your way. You had to decide, well, I'm going to try and swerve around the cones. When there's a concert there, couldn't somebody just, I don't know, couldn't they send somebody out, pick up two of the cones and move them away? So there's clearly a spot for the people who are being dropped off and picked up to come in. So, yes, I do think that downtown has uh, created part of the problem, too. And now that you mentioned it, now it's another thing I was, I was up, upset about and I was angry about. Uh, that, that is a marketing thing. A, a little sign that says, you know, uh, drop off here. You know, every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning when the, um, the vineyard has their Sunday morning church service at the Capitol, they've got signs all over the place. Pull in here, parking there, children get out here. You don't when you come down on a Sunday morning into downtown Wheeling and you're going to the venue, you don't have any question at all about where you're going and what you're supposed to do. They tell you exactly. Why in the world can't the city do that? Because all the budget was on the people uh, frisking you, Howard. That's why. Can't have any money for that. I guess so. The security teams did all the work. Anyway, so it's a it's a fifty fifty here. Look, I was absolutely irritated by the. Uh, the wanding and the, the take things out of your purse and take things out of your pocket. It, it irritated me. I don't know if it's a, a routine or not, if it's be going on more or not. Probably at some point, maybe to be easier, at least if they had the magnometers, you know, those big things you simply walk through instead of having to put your hand over your head like you're a criminal and they could wand you. Um, but having said all of that, just like the airport, when you get through the airport, get on the plane, get to where you're going, then the fun begins. And that's what it was. I had great fun at the concert, even with a small crowd there. Most fun was just watching my wife going crazy, dancing. Yeah, and probably with the uh, older crowd, you didn't hear anybody say, come on, Grandpa, move along. You know, we want to get in there, too. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Well, everybody kind of worked at my pace. We're okay with that. All right, that is my uh, early morning rant and rave here at 728, 28 after the hour uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. The Highland Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill off I-70. 
Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Time to pack the lunchbox, check the backpack, get the kids back to school. And we're right there with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Fear has come and gone before. No need to talk it out. We know what it's all about. go see a Carpenters tribute group. I don't think I've ever done that. I go see someone doing the Carpenters. I love their music. The, again, back to the days of my ute. 731, 29 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Me and a lot of you have a lot to say this morning on the text line about my comments about the uh, Capitol Theater. Uh, Howard, been wanted at shows in Pittsburgh for several years. I don't know if that means security. Oh, been wanted maybe. Maybe that's what it is been wanded at shows in Pittsburgh for several years. Okay, all right. I mean, I uh, larger venues may indeed do that, I suppose. 304-214-1600 text line. Um, did you smell weed burning at the concert? No, I did not. I did not smell any weed burning at the concert. Doesn't sound like much of a concert then, Howard. Uh, Mr. Monroe, you're, oh, I, this has got to be Abe. Morning, Abe. Your experience with security at the Capitol never happened on a Sparshane or McKenzie. 198 days until our city is rid of the failed Elliott regime. Hmm. No ABE signing it, but I'm pretty sure that's that's Abe. Anyone but Elliott. Okay. Turning anything into an anti-Elliott comment. Howard, we have not had security checks at the Capitol Theater for shows, nor for the symphony. Perhaps it was the choice of the show performer's contract with the venue. That's always conceivable. I mean, it's possible that the, that the group says, you know, we, we insist on security. I, that's possible. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the new security is in place for the opening symphony concert this Friday. I will ask John Devlin that this morning, politely. But John Devlin, the symphony conductor, is coming in a little bit, and I'll ask him that. What Maestro, kind? what's up with the security out there? Yeah, are you gonna, I know you wave the wand, but do they have to wave? <laughs> Good one, Howard. Do they have to wave the wand on me? Three zero four two one four sixteen hundred Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. Howard just started. They ordered the new equipment several months ago for both venues, as part of the theater and arena upgrades. Okay. 
They did order a lot of new stuff, so that makes sense. Federal money. Also, tell Bobby, I guess that's you. Okay. That at arena, yes, at the arenas, the are, yes, at the arena too, just like Pittsburgh Penguin games, everyone gets checked entering. So, okay. Get there early then. I guess so. Um, Howard, shame on you. That's all it says. Wasn't from Nancy, was it? I, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. That uh, may, the, the last one actually makes sense and sounds like it's somebody who probably knows. They they purchase all this new equipment. Let's see what Steve from St. C has to say, Howard. Good morning, Steve. Howard. Steve. It's 2023. You've got to get over it. They're going to check you. Any venue that you go in today is going to get wanted. You're going to have to walk through the machine. And this has been going on for years. This just didn't start to happen Saturday night. But it hasn't been going on at the Capitol. Yeah, but don't you feel better that you're safe in that place? I always feel safe in that place. No, I don't feel better that I'm safe in that place. No, I don't. That's feel- a, that, see, that's an ignorant way to look at it, though. You trust yourself. What if some idiot comes in there with loaded with a uh, handgun? Well, it starts I, taking it starts taking people out in there. I know it happens, but I, I just it's, no. It's, see, no, you're not. You are thinking like it's 1980 again. It's two thousand. Well, it was nineteen sixty-four. Come on, I went to see. It was nineteen sixty-four. Howard, there. Look here. The next time this country's attacked is going to be at one of these big sporting events where there's a hundred thousand people sitting there. Well, I know that's if the if the country's so, attacked again, that is certainly so we're likely looking to happen. At something new in downtown Wheeling, and you don't agree with it. So all you want to do is complain about it. Yes. Get, get with the yes. times, Howard. This happens. Go to a Pirates game. I dare you to walk into the Pirates game and say and complain. You have to walk through. You know what? Somehow, and it, there's no logic to this. I'm not going to argue that I've got logic behind this. Somehow in a large venue event like that, a large stadium event like that, I get it, it seems more necessary. Capitol Theater? Uh, Howard, the darkest day in this country, 3,000 people were killed on 9-11. And we still talk about it today. It's the darkest day in our history. You know how many people the Capitol Music Hall holds? 3,000. What if someone takes out a, an event at the Capitol Music Hall? Awesome. 3,000 people. Come, see, come on. See, that's what you're doing. You're, I think somewhere not, uh, somewhere along the way you got to play the odds. But, no, oh, that's bull crap. But wait a minute, Steve. Don't you, Steve, don't you think they, they do pick and choose just a little bit? Now, again, I don't want to point the finger here, but, you know, we know what goes on on football uh, Fridays around here. Uh, again, I see what you're saying, Steve, and I like to be—I like to be precautious. I do, but it seems to me like get the word out a little bit more, and we still pick and choose where we do it and where we don't do it. I don't know when they started this, but I—I I actually feel better that they're doing this. I have—I had no idea they started it, but it's—it's going to be for the good that they did this. Well, it sounds like it's going to be for—it's going to be a regular routine now, at both at the. Um at West Banco and at uh, the Capitol. So. But more importantly, when a truck overturns on I-70, how do you shut down the biggest interstate in the country for six hours? Steve, I don't have time for that right it's now. It's not 1980, listen, Steve. Listen to me. I don't have time for that right now, but do not worry, because it is here on this stack of stuff. I'm, I want to get to that a little bit later on. I want How in the world, how can you close it down? Look, I understand when the tree trimming is going on, as an example, it's an ongoing event, you know. But it keeps moving. Yeah, but but how do you – so a tractor-trailer turns over, and we'll talk about it more later, and and they, the interstate's shut down for 
Six hours. Hour. I mean, can't they flip it over and get it out? Don't, don't. I, was, I, I was there. Okay. The truck, they unloaded every single box off of that truck by hand and put it onto another truck. You know what you do? You flip the truck back up because already everything on that thing is ruined. You tow it away, and you open that interstate back up. Six freaking hours that thing was closed. You know, unless, it was a disaster. Uh, unless you've got a truck with, and this was not the case, with a hazardous spill or something. This was a I don't understand why, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it more. I don't have time now because I got to get moving here. But but I am definitely I'm not. So we will we will, and you can offer your more opinions later on if you want to. Because I kind of thought about you when I thought about this subject. So we'll get more of that coming up later on. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Seven thirty-eight twenty-two till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. They did it at Larry the Cable Guy at the Capitol. I was happy about security, says this texter. I'm gonna lose this fight today, aren't I, Bob? Yeah, I think you are, Howard. I'm going to lose the fight. Steve is a whack job. Hey, I didn't say that. Uh, that's off the text line, 304-214-1600. All right, we better go into the uh, newsroom. from WTF TV, uh, Taylor is here, and then we'll check in with Adam for forecast after that. Good Monday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this September the 25th. Traffic was moving at a crawl last night after a tractor-trailer crash on I-70 near Elm Grove. Reports say the semi lost control when traveling east on I-70 and flipped on its side, blocking the lane between the Elm Grove exit and the bottom of Two Mile Hill. The eastbound lanes remained closed all evening. The vehicles were backed up past Bethlehem and toward the I-470 bridge. The semi has since been placed upright and the scene has been cleared. As of right now, there are no word on any injuries from the incident. Stay with 7 News for updates. And a West Virginia man is dead after a stabbing yesterday in a church parking lot during a man-a-meal luncheon. Those fighting were asked to leave the property and the arguing continued in the church parking lot. Police say the fight escalated when 27-year-old Jackie James Cummings tried to stab the other person with a knife. Cummings was allegedly pushed and fell to the ground, landing on the knife. He was pronounced dead at the hospital from a stab wound to the upper left leg. In other news this morning, the toxic train derailment in East Palestine may be out of the headlines, but the situation is still very real for the people who live there. The train was owned by Norfolk Southern, who, despite apparent efforts to try and remedy the tragedy, are getting pushback from Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown. Brown tells us that Norfolk Southern isn't playing fair. He notes their continued opposition to the Railway Safety Act that he and Senator J.D. Vance authored after the derailment. This would increase safety precautions for trains, including having some employees on each train and more people to monitor the condition of the tracks, among other provisions. And Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visited Washington, D.C. this week to seek additional funding for Ukraine's war efforts against Russia. President Biden is pushing Congress to approve the $24 billion in military aid. If approved, that would bring the total amount the U.S. has sent to Ukraine since the war began to $135 billion. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. I woke up dog tired, beat down half dead. Trying to recover from another wild weekend. Chugging down coffee while I should have been sleeping. I knew going into this I was going to be on the wrong end of this whole story, and I'm just getting beat up badly on the Frio Stack Auction Service text You're a line. troublemaker, Monroe. Uh, that seems to be the, the case, and I, 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 maybe I was hungry or something. I don't know. I, I just uh, I was really irritated by the wanding and the security to go through at the Capitol. To the see snotty the woman with the wand. The snotty woman with the wand. I told you to take things out of your pocket. Everything's out of my pocket. But then I got singing, I don't want to hold your hand, and hey, she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 1964 Beatles tribute made me made me happy again. And afterwards, we had uh, Patsy's Pizza, so that was good. That was a, it was a good, it turned out to be a good evening. Just hated that. But you people are telling me that I'm all washed, washed up on this, and we'll talk more about it, more text coming in. We'll do that coming up a little bit later on. Also come, And we'll talk to John Devlin, who is the symphony conductor, Uh, about how he feels about the uh, security. I'm sure he'll say it's important and necessary and tell me I'm wrong. But but we'll talk about that coming up in the next hour of the show. Right now, though, let's talk about the weather with uh, Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. I was grumpy. Grumpy. Uh, I'm not so grumpy this morning. I'm just reviewing my weekend grumps. I was just, uh, you know, I went to the Capitol to see a show, and I had to be go through security and get wanded and take things out of my pocket and, you know, just irritated me. Just bugged me. Bugged me, boy. Bugged me, boy. But uh, but, but then I saw the 1964 Beatle tribute and I felt better and I was singing and I was dancing and, <laughs> and, and, and life was good. How was your weekend? It was good. I had some frustrations like you. We were driving to Indianapolis this weekend and since my mom was in the car, of course, she likes to play backseat driver, so anytime <laughs> I don't put on the brakes, as soon as she likes, and I get mad at her because I'm mad at the other driver, so she gets mad at me. So that was a fun six-hour drive. I'm sure Both it was. <laughs> I didn't hear you uh, share that with Rebecca and Taylor this morning. When I was watching this morning, you talked about going to the driving range this weekend, but you didn't share that with the ladies. Week. Not this weekend. I was talking about that last week. Ah, okay. I got gotcha. you. I went to the driving range Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday last week. Uh, how's your swing, pal? Oh, not good. <laughs> I'm better, but it's better, it's better than what it has been, but still not where I'd like it to be. So you, um, when your mom gives you the backseat uh, driving, do you say, yes, mom, I know, mom, 
Or do you do the, Mom, I know how to drive. Which do, which do you do? A little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> Most of it is, do you want, I, I, I get a little more snippy than I should, I'll admit. It gets to the point. It was at the point that I'm like, do you want me to pull up and do you want to drive or can you shut up and let me drive? Yeah, I'd have pulled over. <laughs> I don't think you're snippy. I, I'd have pulled over. I'd have said, look, if we're going to continue this, either you're going to shut up or get out. Or drive. Or No. no. I, I wouldn't have given that. It was her car, so I couldn't tell her to get out. <laughs> yeah, because, because it's her car. Kind of hard to tell her to get out. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Anyway, you made it to Indianapolis. I ain't trouble, right? It was a good trip. Yeah, Abby was doing her wedding dress shopping, so now I'm going to be grumpy for the next 10 months because I don't know what it looks like. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> When is the wedding? Next August. Next August. 2024 of August. Okay. All right. You excited? I'm getting excited. We have a lot of the big stuff done. Now it's just the small little stuff like making decorations, finalizing the guest list, that sort of stuff. But the big important stuff are all out of the way. Cool. And uh, and is she taking complete charge and uh, giving you no input, or are you are, are you working it together as a team? She's she's making a lot of the big decisions, but she's very she I don't want to say good, but she's she's very. What's your opinion? What's your opinion on this? It's not just her wedding. She wants it to be my say too, but a lot of the stuff is her decision. <laughs> See, my wife does that in a variety of different ways. She'll say, you know, this is what I think I'm going to do. What's your opinion, honey? And I'll tell her. And she'll say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But but at least she's done her duty of asking me, of asking me at least. Well, let me ask you about the forecast. Last week I said every day looked like it was going to be a sunny day. Looks like we have at least a chance of showers most days this week and probably more clouds this week, right? Unfortunately, it's a bit of a flip from where we were last week. But you know what? I'm not going to complain. Yes, we see rain chances every day, but at least we're not hot. Temperatures, humidity, comfortable. Just going to be gloomy looking pretty much all week. Mid 60, uh, up, mid, up, upper 60s to very low 70s throughout the week, I guess, right? Yep. Most days this week, except for Friday, are going to be the upper 60s. So really 75 to 90% of us see 60s. Some of us might try to push the low 70s, but then we slowly warm up everywhere as we head into the weekend, where we'll likely be back into the 70s Friday, mid-70s Saturday, possibly upper 70s Sunday. So it looks like it's going to be a cloudy week and and a cool week all the way around for sure, but a cloudy week, maybe a slightly rainy or at least uh, drizzly week. Um, But the weekend is looking like it it could be fairly nice, going to be sunshine and 70-ish or so. So weekend uh, promises well for us. I, I definitely like this better than what we saw this weekend. Yes, the we, it was nice to get outside during the week, but I like getting the gloomy out of the way during the week. When most of us are <laughs> off on the weekend, we yeah. can enjoy the sunshine in 70s on the weekend. But like today, tomorrow, it's going to be cloudy every day. It's going to be drizzly. Yeah, it's going to make me more tired at work, but I'm going to be able to go home, take a nap. But then when the weekend comes, I'm going to be able to enjoy the sunshine. Oh, there you go. I, I'm, I'm in for that as well. 59 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 58 at the Highlands, 60 in uh, my home studio in Elm Grove, and 60 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. 60, what, 66, 67 today for the high, right? Between that 68 to 70 degree range. Okay. So high 60s, uh, pushing maybe 70, but high 60s for the day today. All right, not a bad day. I can live with that. 
Adam, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much. We shall chat with you again tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Thank you. 749, 11 till the hour. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. We'll talk about uh, the closing of the interstate uh, yesterday a little bit when we have a chance. Also, Intel editorializes, and correctly so, about the Ohio County Development Authority and the Straub parking lot downtown Wheeling. They still have digging to do in that, and there could be a long time frame. The intel is saying, look, if you're going to have to dig into the ground to do some environmental testing for that new par- for that parking lot there, for God's sake, get it done before the streetscape. The thing that we've been frightened about all along is they're going to spend this $45 million, get the streetscape done after all these years, and once it's done, going to start digging into the streets again. We'll talk about that coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. All straight ahead here on a Monday morning. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. Golfers Laura and Associates would like to wish best of luck to all area athletes this fall season. For over 40 years, Golfers Laura and Associates has been providing quality, personalized financial guidance to businesses and individuals. Gompers Laura & Associates expertise ranges from small business consulting and accounting services to more in-depth services such as financial statements and tax planning and preparation services. Gompers Laura & Associates can be reached at 304-242-9300. That's 304-242-9300. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If you're looking for an affordable hotel with comfortable accommodations and a friendly staff, make sure to book your stay at Sleep In and Suites in Moundsville. It's a non-smoking hotel with an experience that is comfortable and soothing. With no shortage of comfy, fluffy pillows on a cozy bed, you're sure to have a great night's sleep. They also offer complimentary breakfast, free Wi-Fi. They have tons of amenities, and they're located in the heart of Moundsville. Book a room now at sleepinmoundsville.com. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. That I'd be missing you so come Monday, it'll be all right. Come Monday, I'll be holding you tight. I spent four lonely days in a brown early haze, and I just want you back by my side. It is 7.52, 8 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I I wanted to go out to dinner last night, and I didn't because of the uh, uh, the, the traffic that was out there. It kind of bugged my dinner, caused my dinner to go away. Um, but I also did not get a chance to watch the Steelers game yesterday, but my Facebook page was all covered with people all happy about it. I guess it was a good day for the Steelers, right? It was. It was a late night, Howard, but it was uh, it was a good night. We'll have all the details and slider on sports. 
Week number three of the uh, NFL season is winding down after tonight, but the late game last night, just like Howard said, the Steelers win 23-18 to over the Vegas Raiders. Kenny Pickett, two touchdown passes. The Steelers offense, eh, not there yet, but uh, some signs were encouraging. Again, the Steelers win 23-18 to over the Raiders. A game heard here on the Watchdog Network, the Cleveland Browns win over Tennessee 27 27- to three a tight game in overtime indianapolis over baltimore that helps the steelers indianapolis wins 22 to 19 again over the ravens a real close one here green bay comes back they they beat new orleans 18 to 17 howard it's the first time since 1966 a team in the nfl scored 70 points the miami dolphins crushed the Denver Broncos, 70-20. to 20. Each. Yeah, that's what they said. Seattle, they roll over Carolina, 37-27 to 27 behind Geno Smith. Kansas City, too much for Chicago, 41-10. to 10. Upset of the day, Arizona over Dallas, 28-16. to 16. Houston, another upset. They beat Jacksonville, 37-17. to 17. Buffalo, they go to 3-0. They win big over Washington, 37-3. And uh, Jerry, well... Steve uh, from St. C got a little bit of uh, good news on Sunday. The Chargers, uh, they get their first win of the season. They beat Minnesota 28-24. to Minnesota 0-3. New England gets on the winning track. They beat the Jets 15-10. to Detroit, they roll over Atlanta 20-6. Two Monday night games tonight. Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. That's a 7-15 kickoff. And the L.A. Rams uh, at Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. That is an 8-15 Kickoff, and in case you missed it, Slatter on Sports. Or no, that's wrong. Or this is Slatter on Sports. This is Slatter Good on Sports. Good old boys on Sports. My partner, Brian Beresford, <clears throat> Baron Bob. He's out in Columbus. He went four and zero. You got to listen on Saturdays if you want to bet the NFL. And Howard. And how did you do? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, but Bear did good, Howard. He went 4-0. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 4-2 yesterday. Pittsburgh off today with just six games left, Howard. That's a sign in summer's history. Yeah. The Pirates just with six games left. The Bucks begin a three-game series with the Philadelphia Phillies uh, tomorrow in Philadelphia, then finish up the weekend in Miami against the Marlins. The Pirates 74-82. and 82. 14 games out of first place in the National League Central Division. Slatter on Sports Time, 756. That was the first time since 1966 someone scored 70 points the in the game. The team in the NFL scored wow. 70 points, and I think it's only like the third time ever. It, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> and it wasn't a high scoring game. I mean, it was 70 to 20. It was not like 70 to back and forth, 52. back and forth. No, right. the game was over early, but Miami, and here was the thing. My or Denver usually takes advantage of the high altitude. So when teams go to Denver, the Broncos have an advantage because yep. the other team is having a difficult time breathing. It was the opposite yesterday. Denver, they fly to Miami. It was over 100 degrees, Howard. The humidity was off the charts, and they just were wiped out. They just they, they were done. They just couldn't go. Couldn't take it. Well, that that uh, altitude killed me. I mean, when you're over, I mean, it's just even if you're trained for it, it's. It is an advantage for someone who, who knows how to play in that, in that altitude. It makes a big difference. That was uh, Bears' number one pick, and it was great because halftime it was already in. And with that 70 points, you didn't need the other team to score. You had and plenty anything, on just, yeah, just, no. we got plenty of points. We don't need Denver to score. <laughs> 7.56, 4 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Lots of sports talk coming up later today, as there always is here on the Watchdog Radio Network. It is a Monday, so that means when uh, Hoppy Kirchival is done, it's time for... 
Seth. Seth, Seth will be in. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have the new paper out yet, Howard. Is the Neil Brown press conference today? One o'clock. One o'clock. Okay. So Seth will just be on for an hour today, and then the Pine Room Boys will come in from two to three. So you get uh, Seth at noon, the, the uh, Neil Brown press conference at one today. And then the Pine Room Podcast at 2 o'clock. Plenty of good sports talk for you. In the midday, as we so often do, Tony Caridi is in this evening at 6 o'clock. And if you're a WVU fan, you want to recap the game from the weekend and talk about how things look for next week, Touchdown City is in this evening at 7 o'clock. Neil Brown, Earl Brown, Charlie Brown, everybody's got a smile on their face this week, Howard. <laughs> Neil Brown, uh, he does have to have a smile on his face, right? I mean, really, this guy is like... Two weeks ago, it was, okay, do I have a job or not? It was coming down to one game, basically. Honey, unpack the truck. I think we're all right here for a while. We, we got at least we got at least a little bit more uh, more conversation about that. Obviously, with Tony Caridi at uh, 6 o'clock uh, this evening, and then the uh, Touchdown, City, Touchdown City show at uh, 7 o'clock. And Tony Caridi will be here uh, in about half an hour or so. With the Morning Mountaineer Report, which, you share, which we share with you every morning here uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up next hour, I want to talk about this deer culling. Killing? Culling? They call it a... They calling it? They call it culling. We're ah. going to call the herd. It's killing, right? Isn't I it? think they're killing. Okay. Fixing to kill them, Howard. All right. But they call it deer culling at Ogilvy. And uh, some folks are unhappy about that. We'll talk about that a bit next hour. About the uh, overturned tractor-trailer truck on I-70 yesterday. And surely can't they get that stuff cleaned up faster than five or six hours? It just seems, I mean, we have enough problems on the interstate with everything getting backed up. Can't we get wrecks cleared faster? Had a caller said, not so quick there, Howie. We'll have what uh, what they had to say coming up in the next hour as well. Uh, and your calls and your texts, please, want to hear from you. 304-214-1600. Frio Stack auction service text line. Got a lot of texts this morning. And uh, you can call us. Use the phone line, 304-232-8255. Also next hour, we'll talk to John Devlin, uh, music conductor for the Wheeling Symphony, about their upcoming concert, opening concert of the season, coming up this weekend. All coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I just can't wait to see you again. Come Monday, it'll be alright. Come AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.